Sports, Texarkana's longest running sports talk with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Monday. I'm leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 1079. We come to you from the palatial, but soon to be a little different looking. That's what I hear. Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. Tell you what, I am all jazzed about the the Bushwood uh, advertising campaign that you tell me now is leading up to the... uh, Super Bowl oh, ad yeah. for Michelob Ultra. It's coming. That's pretty cool. It's going to be I'm, big. I'm, I'm jazzed. You are, are you? Yeah. Speaking of jazzed, you're in the yard. What's going on, gentlemen? Boy, there's a voice out of the distance. Well, that's a Cleveland fan calling in at the demise of the Cincinnati Bengals, probably. Uh, not not really. I, w- I was pulling for them. It, it is a sad day in the land, though. Uh, I know y'all... You might not know his name, but I know you've seen him many times. Uh, John Adams passed away today. The uh, founding father? <laughs> no, John Adams the one that played the uh, bass drum in the bleachers during the Indians. Day. I did see that. The big drum guy. This is a good-sized drum he all those years. Yeah, it was a pretty good-sized bass drum, that is for sure. Yeah. That's no little one like you know, that. You know, I, I wasn't being politically incorrect. He never physically played the drum for the Guardians, but he did for the Indians. Yeah. Well, that's that's where I bet he would want to be remembered that way anyway. As opposed to being remembered as a founding father? Well, that's pretty cool, too, but... (laughs) Number two? You know what would be number two? Yeah. They used to have stickers on wagons, you know, when Q ran, just Q. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Anywho, so did the Bengals get screwed out of the game yesterday or not? All I can say is you can tell that uh, that game was definitely played in Kansas City. It was loud. <laughs> they were all wearing red. <laughs> and that, I, I mean, I've been watching football for years. I, I've never seen a do-over before on a play. Well, sometimes it looks ugly. I think they were trying to get it right, but it looked ugly doing it. Oh, it was it was it was it was sad how long it took them to to do it. That I, that's what makes it uh, seem suspect. Well, to me, the official hesitated. Well, he yeah. started to come and then hesitated, and he got caught in no man's yeah. land. And rather than just running in the middle, blowing the and of course it's loud and all the. Tony said, you're in Kansas City, and they're excited, and it's jacked at the end of the game and all that, but he probably needed to be a little bit more assertive in the fact yeah, that I, he had a penalty. I've never heard that you don't, you're don't you endangering yourself by getting into yeah. the – that was a weak explanation. To me, he hesitated and should have come blowing in right. there and blowing that thing dead. Right. He got it right. He was making the call. They got it right. He was checking to see if the check cleared first as well. There it is. That's what I was fishing for. And there it is. You know, it's funny. Uh, Chuck and I have been working A&M Tushkana basketball games this year, and they've had a new uh, operator of the 32nd clock this year. And we've had, I don't know, what, three or four incidents this year where the horn goes off in the middle of a play. And, you know, at a college basketball game, that's on the scorer's table. On the football field, one of those officials, it's his job to make sure that clock's right, and he seemed to be trying to do that. He just did a poor job of communicating it before the play went off. It was, it was, it was. I mean, it was a good game. It was definitely much better than who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Forty ers or the next quarterback. <laughs> 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 Who's up next? All right, man. It, it, it was some. Hey, y'all have a good one, guys. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah. He's right about the uh, difference in quality, game one versus game two, certainly. But 
as one who t- tunes in just for entertainment's sake, I got to say, that first one, uh, it was entertaining on a very bizarre level. It was different, I think, from just about any game I've ever watched. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a team just implode like that. Well, they didn't implode. Oh. They were one-dimensional. No. And as a result, everything – on one side of the ball, they couldn't do anything at that point in time. When you can't throw it all and everybody knows it, the game's over. Today's NFL, it's over. From the catch that wasn't a catch to the – Turnover on the arm, you know, when he hits him on the arm. <laughs> that wasn't an implosion. <laughs> it was just <laughs> they just had a run Every, of bad stuff. Yes, that's an implosion. Now, why Shanahan didn't challenge the fourth down catch by Devontae Smith that led to the first? Yeah, the score. body language kind of told you that uh, Smith thought something was up. <laughs> and how somebody? I mean. It, we're talking about this is a pretty big play for an early. Oh, I, and I huge get, play. I get early in the game. You're like, all right, well, it's it's. Considering the way Andy Reid would waste a flag early in their game, <laughs> and I get it's early in the game. It's a scoreless ball game, but that's a game changer. Yeah, it was a big start. For, it jump started them. They that was a third down. They were about to get off the field. That was a fourth down. Yeah, right. It's fourth that was down. A fourth down. Yeah, they're about to get off the field, and uh, I'm challenging that. I want to be sure he caught that ball. Yeah. He gets the catch, then great, they yeah. go down and score. But that's I think the you know, I think that's one of those times where whereas coaches they don't get the larger picture of risk reward. Yeah. The risk is pretty well, small. I lose a timeout. The reward's pretty huge. I get the ball and I keep yeah. them away from a score. Well, you lose one of your two challenges and well, you, you lose a timeout. But you know but I would say this. Um part of that I put on the TV producer, because they weren't getting us. No, it took a long time to get that angles. view. It took a long time to get that view coming from the yeah, field. It was to the that ball. Points are on the board, and they're off before anybody goes. Was that a catch? Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> and and that's something we're so used to them being so good. Because somebody in the truck is looking at all those angles. Yeah. They're looking at all that. A cameraman should have said, "Hey, by the way, I'm not sure that guy caught that." That wasn't a computerized camera, I don't think. I'm looking at at NFC Championship game. What do you think? We got a dozen cameras? at least. I don't know how. This is, and you're right about it, this is one of the poorest jobs for a producer to get us the shot that matters. Frank Sides let that happen. I don't know about that. (laughs) To get us the shot that matters. And the fact the catch was so outstanding, but... It seems but like the body language coming up was the telltale sign. Well, not only that, but there actually was a 49er defender that was coming into that play after, and he automatically, and I know yeah. cornerback safeties always say every catch yeah. is not a catch, but he was pretty adamant about that was incomplete. I, it, it felt like the production crew and the refereeing crew yeah. and, and probably New York yeah. all did a pretty bad job about getting – that yeah. one right. As much as we talk about later in the game, they, they you know walk in the Cincinnati game and want to stop it because they want to get it right. Yeah. It didn't feel like the league got that right. Either way, you take that play, the injury, <laughs> which is a turnover. It is a turnover. They got yeah. it right there. A turnover. And then the uh, injury to uh, Josh Johnson, it's, it's a circus. I, you may well, not want to call it an implosion, but it was a complete implosion. Well, and let's keep going. Yeah. The freak way that Bosa got hurt. Yeah. Stand on the sideline, and he gets basically whiplashed by a guy that's a thrown at him. Cleat across the leg. I mean, that's Bosa's freakish. got blood on his leg, yes. on his arm. Very freakish. That's yeah. a, I mean, that's one of those days, if you're the 49ers, you're thinking, man, we should have stayed the hell on the West Coast. I don't know if a black cat walked out in front of the bus on the way over from the hotel or what. I don't but, know. Uh, that was insane, and so uh, I just I thought it was just a, an implosion. Everything that could go wrong cratered at once. But see, I didn't feel like it was the team that imploded. It, I felt like all of the situations hit yes. them. But I don't feel like to me implosion is man, we threw two picks or we fumbled yeah. down at the goal line or yeah, it just you know, we blew all a coverage. collapsed on you. Yeah, they were victims of bad luck. <laughs> That's what happens when the bridge collapses. No. <laughs> it's not good luck that makes your your house or your car in the sink. No. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's bad luck. Bad luck. They were a victim of bad luck. <sighs> and I would think, you know, Trent Trent Williams got caught up at the end of that game. Yeah, just a continuation of the theme all day. In a bad look for a Hall of Fame player yeah. to throw around a guy that probably weighs 120 pounds less than he yeah. weighs. Um, he followed up with a punch, too. <laughs> well, just, just a bad, bad He threw a punch on her in the game, got away with it. I know. The whole thing just... Mmm. Mmm. I told you, I, I don't know if I was texting you or not, but like, I'm feeling sorry for the 49ers. With Johnson going in at quarterback, I'm like, man, I don't think this team can beat Kansas City and or Cincinnati. You, I mean, I want a good Super Bowl, and if... If Brock Purdy's done and he can't play, I don't want to see a four-string quarterback in the Super Bowl. But I feel bad for the Niners now. And now I'm kind of rooting for, you know, can they do something? Yeah. Boy, the 49ers have a mess on their hands as far as their quarterback position next summer. How would you like to be the decision-making for that? Lynch has just got a a complete mess in front of him. Somebody's got to go, first of all. They can't have forget Johnson. He's not a factor. They can't have. No, I'm serious. They can't. They can't have Purdy. Different team again next year. <laughs> Probably he'll be back in San Francisco when their four quarterbacks get hurt. But they can't have Purdy and Garoppolo and Lance all in camp together this year. They've got to move somebody out of there. If, if so, how do you move? I, well, I'm moving Garoppolo first of all. Garoppolo's got to go. Number one, I think I keep. Lance and Purdy with the premise of Lance is my starter. He got hurt and was my starter. But if he's not able to do it, then I'm really confident Purdy can be that guy. You got Purdy on a rookie contract. You got Lance on a rookie contract. I'm keeping both of those guys. They're huge insurance. Garoppolo's out. Johnson's on the whatever streets looking for a job. He'll find one. You know, Purdy's contract, he's making more money than I expect. He's got no guarantee. No. Yeah, $70,000 is all he got guaranteed in his okay. deal. But I didn't think he'd be making seven seventy five. When I saw that yesterday, I thought, wow. I think quarterbacks, even in the late rounds. I mean, that's, yeah. that's He okay. got a four-year, $3 million deal. Which, yeah. now looking at it, he's hugely underpaid. Oh, yeah. But I don't move either one of them. But I, I, Garoppolo's got to go. Well, I may be wrong, but if I go back to the last offseason, isn't that what we heard the entire offseason? Yes. And but they didn't know what they had. They had nothing. They, they, they thought they had the guy, and then Purdy was an afterthought so, in case they can move Garoppolo. So is like move Jimmy Garoppolo. G more valuable or less valuable now? Because he played well when he played. Yeah, I think he's more valuable, and then I'm comma, comma. However, every team out there now knows they don't need him anymore, and the price just went down. I mean, that, that's so a, he's less valuable. He's, I think he's a more valuable commodity to another team, but I think he's going to get less value back for the 49ers in a trade at this stage. You know, that sounds a lot like he's less valuable. <laughs> I don't they think he can't get anything for him. He doesn't have any value. <laughs> but I think he's more valuable to the next team. I think he's still proven I can play. But I'm, I'm making a lot of this because wasn't that where they were in the last offseason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they fixed nothing. They fixed it. Well, I say that. They got a guy they now are confident yes. could be the backup but, in case Lance can't do it. The whole thing last spring no, and I summer know. was well, is he valuable? Well, he's of no value. If you've, if you've already decided Lance is going to be your starter, well, he's of no value to you, so I don't want to give you anything. But, well, he's too good just to let it go for nothing. Well, in that case, <laughs> his price went down. It's just, that's what they got caught in last also. Or maybe the value is Purdy. I think the probably real value is Brock Purdy at this point. That may be the guy. If you're the 40 – see, now you got to be sure Trey Lance is, A, the guy, and B, is recovered and going to be good to go when we get there. But Brock Purdy now – I think Brock Purdy is a much more valuable trade asset because, as you said, somebody's going to get him for three years. For nothing. Yeah. But, all right, so you're, you're team out there wanting quarterback. Do you get him as a backup or do you get him as a starter? I think there will be a team desperate enough to get him as a starter. So let's say Tampa. Brady's gone. Yeah. Is that a fit? I think you Brock could, Purdy. You what could, would you, you give San try. Francisco for Brock Purdy? 
Well, I think a second-round draft pick. See, if I flip a, a seven into a second, a second, then I think I listen. I'm living large, and yeah. I can afford to get rid of Garoppolo yeah. for peanuts. Then yeah. I got my money anyway. She's on the other guy. I mean, that would be like I don't know. Years ago, the Chargers dumping uh, Drew Brees. <laughs> See, I don't think our guy Brees was the Mister Irrelevant, was he? But who did they they got rid of him? I know they did for what a second. I think they did. Where did, where did they draft him? Second. Well, that's a push. That's not great. So, I turned a seven so, into a seven. So if I'm Sean Payton and I'm in Houston, would you go a second round? For Brock Purdy? Yeah. Well, I don't see. I don't know if I feel that way about Houston. Because you're fixing to give up your first round for Sean. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know if I feel if I, if I feel like that's a good move if I'm Houston. I got to have young guys. And I know he's a young guy. And if he's the quarterback that I think – he showed, and I can fix my quarterback thing and have him on a three-year yeah. rookie contract still, then maybe I do give up for a second for him. Because you're about to give your first for Peyton. I know. And a second gets you a starter? Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm taking a break. 16 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Coming right back. After five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079-903-735-9905. We're kind of putting to bed the uh, NFL's conference championships. Uh, talked a lot about Philadelphia and uh, San Francisco, certainly in the meltdown for the Niners. Eagles heading to the Super Bowl, where they are uh, two-point favorites, what I've seen this morning. In uh, the other side, in the AFC, Pat Mahomes again is showing... Patrick. Patrick Mahomes is now That's again Pat. showing why uh, he is the standard the right now. It's Patrick Starr. Yeah, he's the star right now. Yeah. He's the standard of quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yes. As receivers drop around him, he's got a tight end. With a bad back. And that's pretty much it. Bulky back tied in and uh, some strangers in his huddle yesterday at times. Bunch of no stars. <laughs> you know, I, I bring all that up. It, it's kind of a, is a marriage here as the Cowboys made an offensive coordinator change this weekend. Yeah. And we've had this conversation ad nauseum about need to add weapons. C.D. Lamb's good piece. Pollard's good piece if he's healthy again. Need to add some other things there. And I'm, Dalton Schultz, pretty good. He's no Kelsey. He's no Kittle. No. He's a pretty good tight end. He's going to get paid this offseason. Not by the Cowboys. Not by the Cowboys, but he's going to get paid. Somebody's going to take him. And I'm watching this Kansas City crew, and as you said, a bulky ankled quarterback sounds familiar. A tight end can't run hardly at all. A bunch of who? Wide receivers. Running backs that you couldn't pick out in a lineup. They're going to the Super Bowl. It makes you just go, how'd that happen? How's that not happening in a place like Dallas? Well, there's one Mahomes. There is one Mahomes. And there's there's nothing really close to him, even one legged yesterday. I thought he showed yesterday, you know, there are guys that are great athletes, and there are guys that are great quarterbacks, and there's great athletic quarterbacks. Mahomes can fit into whichever one of those three categories you want to put him in. He played a great game as a quarterback yesterday. As I call him this morning, he was just wily at times yesterday. He just – there were times yesterday he couldn't explode out of a crowd. Nope. But he took the hit, went down, and, and lived to fight another day. The fact that he didn't throw a single interception yep. is very impressive considering he couldn't plant his back foot. 
Yep. He's basically throwing baseballs. He's just coming over the top and putting all the pressure on the front leg. And uh, I just thought he made some decisions yesterday that were just incredible. Uh, and some of them were just simply taking a sack, just, just playing again another day, uh, another down. And uh, I just thought he was so smart yesterday in doing what he did uh multiple times and so and to throw 340 with two TDs and no interceptions when you got a bunch of spare parts around yes I I thought was just dang impressive you know a week ago we we came in here and we were talking about is that as far as the Cowboys can go with Dak Prescott is that is that it and I think this example of yesterday and I know we're talking about what's probably going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback when Patrick Mahomes' career is over. I think if it ended tomorrow, he'd be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I, I don't know. The league's weird. But <laughs> but, but I, at the end of his career, this is a guy that's probably going to be in Canton, Ohio. And I don't know, is there a difference between he and Prescott other than what's up between their ears? I mean, honestly. Well, he's twice he's, athlete Dak. Ever was a bigger guy. He's not near the athlete, Patrick McCoy. That's not after the foot. Not after the foot. No, not after the no, even before he was not the athlete. But Patrick Mahomes is. Is what we saw yesterday the athlete that's Patrick Mahomes? No, I thought we saw why, the head. That's why Patrick I said Mahomes. just. That's why I said you can put him in three different categories. Dak's never been a great athlete. I think Dak's a very good athlete. <laughs> How's he not a good athlete? Wow. You think Dak Prescott was think, a good athlete? I think before, before he got injured, I thought he was a very good he athlete. He was more athletic, yes. but he's never I'm been not a saying he's gonna, you know, outrun half the defenses in the NFL. Yes, but that Patrick Mahomes guy can. Not on a bad ankle, he can't. But but he didn't make the but mistakes. But he's a great athlete Dak, playing quarterback who's also got it between the ears. That's what I was saying. I think saying. he's a great quarterback who's an athlete. I don't think he's a great athlete. Either way you want to describe it, Dak Prescott doesn't check the box for great athlete. Well, I'm more worried he's about – He's a big quarterback. He's more like a Troy Aikman. I'm more worried about what's going on up top with Dak Prescott, not understanding the situation, not making mis- throws that you can't make in games that are your season. That To me, I'm watching Mahomes yesterday thinking, God – if if Pat Mahomes was sitting on the Cowboys instead of Dak Prescott, is Dallas in the Super Bowl this next two weeks? You from can now? say that about ten teams. I'm, but I'm saying it about this one. You can. If the Cowboys certainly, had Patrick Mahomes, is that a Super Bowl certainly, team? Certainly. But you can say that about ten teams. I say that. I, yes, I, I agree. Let me agree with that because certainly uh, McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers when he was in his physical, athletically, and he. Made it and won a Super Bowl. So certainly, yes. Patrick Mahomes. If Dak's in Kansas City, are they in the Super Bowl? No, no. And I think that's we're, we're starting not to get now. Now, yesterday, you know, yesterday. Go, if it was Dak Prescott, back, yesterday, no, not this Dak Prescott. No, but let's go back to uh, Donovan McNabb. All right, big strong guy. Yes, he's not Patrick McCombs. Mahomes. No, Mahomes. He's just not. There's not very many of them. Yeah. No, I get it. And, and he was a big guy, had some mobility, yeah. but he had to bulk up so much to be an NFL quarterback. I don't know if it's too much Campbell soup or what, but McNabb was more athletic when he came into the league. The longer he stayed in the league to take the hits, he bulked up more and more. Right. And that's why I use the Troy Aikman comparison. No, I get it. To, that's who Dak is. He's bulked up. Mahomes has never bulked up. No. He's, he's not built his, though. He doesn't have the same frame. Oh, he could. I think, yeah, but I think he would be detrimental to his game to bulk yes. up. And that's because we're playing in a different time now. Ten years ago, they would have tried to put 40 pounds on him. Yeah, that'd be a mistake. Really? Yeah. Because well, we're not 10 years. We're, we're now. And, but and, that's that's the difference now. They let Patrick Mahomes be who he is. Ten years ago, they would have never let him do that. I don't even think Andy Reid would have let him because he didn't let Donovan McNabb. He made a bigger, bulkier player out of Donovan McNabb. Well, I think you can look at their games and realize this isn't that guy. Well, I you agree. Can't make Mahomes be something Mahomes, physically he's well, not. But that was like saying I'm going to bulk up Russell Wilson. Uh, that wouldn't. That's not uh, going to work. But ten years ago, they would have tried to do that. Well, Russell Wilson's been around about yeah, that long. But I'm just telling you. 
I saw with V.Y., I saw it with other guys, they tried to make them into NFL quarterbacks. Right. No, which meant that. 40 to 50 more pounds of muscle to take the hits, to stay in that pocket longer because don't get happy feet, stay in that pocket. Well, that's what was so wily about Patrick Mahomes yesterday. He can play his game, and he showed yesterday he can play your game. Yeah. Now, I don't know with his frame if he could play that game every week for an extended time. Not with but, an ankle like that. Brady has. Yeah, not not with an ankle But I'm like just that. saying, Brady has stayed in the league a lot of years immobile. I mean, Brady's never been a great athlete. No, but he's playing the three-dimensional chess most of the time. Yes. He's so tuned to defenses yeah. and his own team and – I mean, and, and I don't know that Dak is, that's, and that's my that's my concern. Well, I this understand, and that's why I told you a week ago, if I don't see in the next week or two, you know, that there's additional surgery on that thumb, then I'm worried about Dak. I really am. I'm I worried about it. it. I get it. Because there's just – this is the time of year they need to be going in there and clean up if there's a problem. Right. That's right. Sometimes there's a problem. You know – uh, my kid's home this week. He had the Achilles last spring. Yes, he did. Well, he kept having some pain. Going in there. So he had to go see the doctor today. Scar time. Fixing out to have some surgery. Yep. Screw came out. Ah. Yeah. That's worse than scar tissue. Oh, he's got a loose screw. <laughs> Didn't need to go to the doctor to get that diagnosis? Could you give it to him? <laughs> he came home today. He yeah. said, Dad. Got a screw loose. <laughs> Said, well, going, we're talking about you or your sister. I said, <laughs> I said if you think you can get that fixed, you, <laughs> your, mother's, your mother's giving up money. <laughs> really? You, you might want to see it. So you can get two for one. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm just buy it honestly. Is that what you're saying? saying? Yeah. All right. We will come back and visit about, uh, about obviously, uh, Kellen Moore. Yeah. Because uh, that was part of the beginning of this. Kellen Moore's got a new uh, zip code. He was hired officially by the L.A. Chargers today. We'll see. What's uh, the implication of that? Is it all going to be right for the Cowboys now? Kellen's gone. McCarthy's your play caller. Super Bowl, here we come. Or not. Back in a minute. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. back 28 until 6 leaving the yard Zank of the professor on the fan 1079 can, can flashback monday instead of a flashback friday well we don't do fridays anymore so we kind of have to. okay so remember, let's go back i don't know two or three years ago uh it, it was a monday when uh we're all sitting on the toilet getting ready to uh <laughs> to come to work and two three years ago or, yeah, or four or three, five years ago two three years ago. I don't know, however long it's been. And uh, I get a call. Yeah. And uh, Jerry Jones. Not this time. But similar. And uh, (laughs) the voice on the other end of the phone said, you know, I'm going younger. You're out of here. Yeah. I I was was being, uh, I was going out like Elvis. I I got fired. (laughs) On the toilet. (laughs) On the toilet. For younger. (laughs) Thanks, cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get up and walk into the other room. At get, least your pants on. Yeah, my underwear down around my ankles or whatever. But anyway, so I got fired. And, you weren't uh, alone. I did too. I wonder who got first. I guess you, you probably oh, rank. You probably got fired first. No, I was the reason why you got fired. So I'm sure it was me. I'm sure that had nothing to do with it. But anyway, um, so. There were days that followed, days that I was like, wow, I guess it's over. We had a nice run. You know, the phone's not ringing anymore. <laughs> so It's kind of like this show. <laughs> and so, 
It's it's nice run. Good to have it. Don't you know? Uh, Kellen Moore felt that way for how long? I don't know. Ten minutes? <laughs> Fifteen? <laughs> I don't think there's anything the same about this. <laughs> he probably self-doubt probably entered his head in that I 15 minutes. I doubt it. Or, or do you think, oh, thank the Lord I'm not working for that crazy guy anymore. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't feel bad for Kellen at all. It's liberation. Hey, you're in the yard. Good afternoon, guys. I told you it was going to be the Eagles and the Chiefs. You did, and I went out and bet about 40000 so I'm sitting pretty right. Yes. Royal <laughs> Footer Niners, I feel tired for that bunch. That day was a disaster. It was a disaster. It was like an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> Three leagues yeah. over. Hey. I don't think even if they would have brought in uh, that guy that right after the tee and everything like that, it would have helped. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's <laughs> yeah, You're right. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm going to talk some baseball. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about the, the Caribbean series. Uh, oh. Start on the 2nd to the 10th. Is this soccer? Is this Jordan Mitchell? No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's baseball. That's specifically. Okay. So, that's going to be good. Yeah, they got some of the big leaguers. Uh, you got uh, the Caribbean. The Caribbean series is composed of Venezuela, Mexico, Panama, Dominican Republic, uh, Cuba, Curacao, and I think uh, I don't know if I mentioned Panama already. Uh, there are eight teams. Eight teams playing. And uh, as I said, typically, MLB guys participate in that for a period of time. Yes, sir. Some of the MLB players participate in some of those teams, yeah. See, I'd like to go down there. I've never been spring training, but if I could go to the Caribbean and watch baseball, I think I'd be down with that. Where are they playing? Uh, they're playing in Venezuela. No, I'm not going. <laughs> oh, no, not this one. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, the, the tickets are on. Huh? No, no, I'm not going there. Ticket <laughs> The, the tickets are only 15 bucks a piece. I'm sure they are. Because it's dangerous, right? All the stuff that happened in Venezuela? You think? Yeah. I'm surprised those other countries agree to go. <laughs> well, in 2024, it's going to be played in Miami. Miami is going to be the whole city. Well, then count me on that. Tickets will not be yeah. $15. No, they won't. Uh, no, they won't. <laughs> no, you, yep. unlike well, where you pull your mule up to it. Well, that's a yep. shot. I don't, I don't know what channel they're going to have it on TV or whatever. Uh, I doubt they'll have it on ESPN or whatever, but they might have the highlights. But I don't know. You guys might want to check and maybe they'll have somewhere you can watch those games on the on, online or something. Yes. That may be. It might be. It might be. Uh, or it might. You might need a special, uh, special website or whatever to go to them. But they'll probably have highlights and stuff on online now for the All games right. and stuff. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling. You guys take care. Right. Talk Bye-bye. to you later. I'm saying Univision. Is that? I don't have any idea. No clue. I usually watch my soap poppers on that. Do so. you? <laughs> Okay. I don't know what they're saying, but there's some attractive ladies on there. <laughs> they look like they're up to no good, some of them. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. Univision? <laughs> Just checking. All right, so Kellen Moore, going to the Chargers. Yes. Good job move for him or not? Well, I don't know. Uh, let's see. He's got a better quarterback. Maybe better. Younger. Better. <laughs> Younger and better. You don't think? Younger and better. Okay. Younger and better quarterback yeah. uh he's got some pretty good skill position people maybe a better set of school skill position people than he's got in dallas austin eckler's a little bit better than tony pollard yeah um jerry's not the owner see that's worth two pluses <laughs> so uh he's in 
SoCal. That's another point. Although, Dan, wait, who complains about living in Dallas? Dallas is a good place to live. He's in SoCal. Yeah, I'm not saying Dallas is SoCal. I'm just saying Dallas is not a bad place to live. They play at SoFi. Which is pretty cool, but so is Jerry's place. He's got a good stadium. Mm, what's the downside of his new gig? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't know that anybody cares. How about that? It's not like Dallas live and die. You're not being scrutinized constantly every Monday morning. True. That's true. Yeah. You don't have a bunch of people who think they're geniuses telling you how stupid you are. That's true, too. <laughs> it's not the only thing in the state, and obsession levels are yeah. off the charts. Yeah. None of that's there either. Yeah. Now, tell me again the bad part. <laughs> Oh, I remember powder blue. <laughs> Love the powder blues. <laughs> no, but Kansas City, obviously, like Philadelphia, are both in the Super Bowl. So you're staying yes. or moving to a division has got a Super Bowl opponent this year. Yes. Giants, up and coming? Better? Will they be better next year? That's about the same, I'd guess. Commanders? Possibly better. That defensive line, I think, will be back together next year. Okay. Denver? I think Denver is kind of a poop show right now. Las Vegas? Kind of a poop show right now. So if you're asking me about better, my competition in division is Kansas City, and the other two are poop show. Yeah. Man. That's it. It's another positive. (laughs) So he gets fired, and yeah. 15 minutes later, his agent calls. <laughs> I have a feeling this conversation happened before he got fired. No, I'm sure this no, is No, this all. is an after the – this is a before the firing. The firing was an after. I, that's why I think there was everybody agreeing, let's make this happen. Well, now, the, for me, the conversation now is, if you're Mike McCarthy and you, you know – flame out next year at the same place who gets the blame now because it's obvious kellen moore got the scapegoated for for the san francisco game well you're telling me mccarthy's going to win 12 games again next year i didn't say that i say you flame out in the same place in the playoffs okay so he's in the divisional round yeah he's won a playoff game or was or was a division champion okay which probably requires him to win maybe 12 games you think less than 12 games wins that division next year? Probably not. So he wins 12 games. Okay. He's divisional champion. Or he, won a divi- or a, he won a wild card. Right. And he goes out again. Yep. Um, and he's calling the plays. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, um, Clint and Tech stuck with Tom – with just horrible first four years. They were building the franchise from the ground up. And and they stuck with Tom. And apparently, from what I read, Mike McCarthy's the new Tom Landry. going to last all 29 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jerry has, has basically said, you're, you're the new Tom Landry. Yes. And I got that from Mike McCarthy himself. Yes. So I feel that he's, you know, he's got Jerry's ear and, and Jerry's got his back. And so... Uh, yeah, no, I, I think if you're the next Tom Landry, you've got 26 more o- opportunities to get it right. I think if he's at this same place next year, he doesn't have a job for the last year of the contract. Even if they win 12. The mighty Quinn will step in and take I don't know if it's Dan Quinn or not, but I just think this this has to be now for Mike McCarthy win – at least conference championship game, you're in that this time. Or this is, like we said 15 minutes ago, as far as this team can go with this quarterback and crew. I think Jerry stopped off at Mike's office and said, I I really see you as the next Tom Landry. And then walked down the hall and told Quinn, don't take a job. I fired Tom once. <laughs> it may happen again. Who's the next Tom Landry? What 
but he didn't remember. <laughs> he thought I meant 29 years, Tom Landry. What he didn't remember is I'm the guy who fired Tom Landry. And if you hang around one more year, you're going to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And you can be the next Tom Landry. I'm <laughs> Super Bowls. I just, I, I really am afraid for Mike McCarthy. This is all chips in the middle of the table, and he either wins what are you all. Afraid for? No, I, I think this, this is, this is Jerry saying, "All right, you didn't necessarily want Kellen when you took this job. I made you have to live with Kellen. You've, you've gone to Kellen Moore's defense so much this year. Basically, this was the team MVP. Yeah, the way he made this thing work with the parts that he yes. was given." That they got out of this what they could Why get. Why do you think it took 15 minutes for him to find an OC oh. job in a really sweet situation? And supposedly he was second in line for the Carolina job yeah. if that hadn't gone to, to Frank Wright. Yeah. I'm not worried about Kellen Moore was going to get a job. My thing here is. But are you surprised how good a job he got so quickly? No. I mean. Two years ago, I would have been. Yeah, but that's how good he was yeah. this year. No, he was that good this year. We'll, we will go back a year from now, and, and hopefully they're so good, we don't remember they were the fourth best offense in the NFL yeah. with a quarterback out for five or six weeks. Yeah. You're starting quarterback out for with no real number one wide receiver, with an old guy at running back who you're overpaying, yeah. with an offensive line that you're shuffling around because of injuries, and you were fourth in the league in offense. Yeah. And first in red zone, which that's an underappreciated stat. Yes. With a guy who's not a mobile quarterback. If they won last week, is Kellen Moore in Los Angeles next year? Probably not. But here's the deal. Kellen Moore has gotten better every year. Jerry gave him an opportunity probably no one else was willing to give him at the time. And he's parlayed it into he's made a name for himself in the league now, so... You should be grateful. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Last segment coming up next. Leave in the yard. Zach and the professor. Philosophical question next. You stick around. We're coming right back. Here on the fan, 1079. back 13 till 6 leaving the yard zach and the professor here on the fan by the way tomorrow is not kirk and company day no it is the power hour tyler and earl will be in here i got to see uh half of basketball the other night I, I i saw a social media post that uh said the game was going to start at 7 15 so the boy and i got to work 7 15 it was in the second half so you shouldn't follow that social media well it was game day so <laughs> Well, then there's that. The broadcast will start at 7 15. Yeah. Little did I know that we're going to start the broadcast at halftime. Yeah. So. Uh, coming up later on this week on the uh, on the program, we'll have uh, uh, Eric Vogan on uh, Wednesday at 5 30. He's hopping in here. Texas High's swim team getting ready to paddle on off to regionals. Yes. And uh, Thursday, John McClure is uh, going to hop on with us. I don't know if he's going to be in studio or on the phone, but we'll talk uh, baseball. Probably going to be on the phone, I'll bet you, because I think they're practicing on the indoor since it's rain all week. So we got a couple of back-to-back Texas High things going on. Tomorrow, I don't know. Maybe we'll have LaMichael James tomorrow. I'm not sure if he's going to be available tomorrow. But, to... Well, I don't know. I, he reached out to me uh, this weekend and said, uh, call me on Tuesday, and he might be available uh, tomorrow afternoon. So right. we'll see if uh, if that's going to work or not. Uh, congratulations, Zach Fowler. Another baby in the mm-hmm. crib. Yes. So that's cool. cool. And, and you know, got it delivered before the season started. Well done. <laughs> well done. Yes. Yeah. I think if you're a coach like that, you circle this as yes. your cutoff date. Yes. This is our cutoff date. Nine months from now. This is when we got to have uh, the baby here. So either way, congratulations to them. You bet. Well done. Uh, NFL has released today its uh, salary cap for next year. Up about, what, 16 or so million yeah. dollars? So the Cowboys are only $7 million over now. It's actually about 6 Whatever. They're, they're in the five-plus range. But anyway, the uh, actual cap is uh, $224.8 million. 
which you know the Cowboys are about six over. There's a, I think there's fourteen yeah, I saw teams. Seven today, but whatever. It's there's, close. There's, there's close fourteen up. teams on the wrong side yeah, of the cap already. right now, including the Saints, who are just still digging out of dead money. Yeah, I think I had a chart here. They are uh, $59 million on the wrong side of the yeah. cap. And they're dead down there. They have to bury above ground. Yes, they do. <laughs> you can't bury your dead money below the ground down there. Yeah, bad news for the Cowboys, as if it's not bad enough. Uh, the Giants have uh, $41 million of cap space for next year. How about the Jets? The Jets? Yeah, because that's where everybody says Aaron's going. The Jets are uh, to the wrong side of $2.7 million. Oh, how are they going to make room for uh, Aaron Rodgers? They'll get rid of some folks. Right. The uh, Eagles, even in the Super Bowl, they're $4.2 million below the cap. Commanders are about $7 million below the cap. Cowboys' only team in the division above the salary cap at the moment. But they're going to do a lot of yeah. they're going to do a lot of uh, moving of monies around. Restructure, maybe release a couple people or not resign. But uh, yeah, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to like it in New York. He, uh, I'm ready. Yeah, they uh, they said we're ready for you to come, and uh, they're going to have to move him. I hear he sent some pictures of his junk. That, really? <laughs> you sure that's not Brett's junk? <laughs> Could have been Farves. I think we've done been down this road before. So if, if if Aaron ends up in Minnesota next as they run Cousins out of town, then I'm just done. Come get this. Yeah. <laughs> just jump. Today, the uh, the passing of Bobby Hull happened. They call him the Golden Jet or something? Yeah. I, no, I'm not a hockey guy. This one's a weird deal because hey, even listening to the network coming in, they did the platitude of, of Bobby Hull's passing today. Like 10 or 12-time All-Star. Right? Yes. And, and when it really – not first – because Gordy Howe and, and crew were there, but kind of that bridge between the uh, the fifties Howe and, and the seventies Orr and Gretzky at the end, kind of his hole in the middle of that. But boy, I tell you what, here here's my philosophical question: Do you speak ill of the dead? Well, if it's Hitler, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stalin. Bobby Hull today is getting a lot of glowing stories about his hockey prowess. I read a a piece on Deadspin today by a guy who covered the Blackhawks in Chicago for a long time before he joined Deadspin last year as a writer, Sam Fells. And Sam Fells' opening line of his story about the passing of Bobby Hull, who played almost was all, all of his NHL career in Chicago with the Blackhawks was Bobby Hull was a terrible person. That's the first line of this. He goes on to chronicle Hull's domestic abuse allegations surrounding two of his three wives that he had apparently treated poorly. He made reference to comments that Hull made when he was in Russia that came back to bite him a little bit, complimenting some things that Hitler had done. And Fels didn't pull a single punch. He went at Hull with both both barrels blazing. And now is in the he's questioning this. If you're the Chicago Blackhawks, how do you approach the passing of Bobby Hull this week? Their home games tomorrow night, first game since his passing. Are we having a moment for Bobby Hull? Are we doing Hull's jersey on our his pat his number on our jersey? Are the radio guys, the the color the the uh, TV guys, talking glowingly about Bobby Hull? And are they going to ignore the part of Bobby Hull that, as Sam Fell says, Bobby Hull was a terrible person? Well, did he get any better afterwards? No, actually not, supposedly. So was he just as mean to the third wife as the first yes. wife? Yes, and in fact uh, assaulted a police officer who went to the home on the call of the domestic assault of the third wife yeah. in 1987. Yeah, so probably just need to mention it. Don't need to put a patch on the jersey. Don't need to 
make a big deal out of it. Now, the Blackhawks have a history of not handling bad stories well. Apparently they had, well, not apparently, they had a coach who had assaulted a player years ago. They didn't make it a thing. That coach got a job someplace else before the Blackhawks made it a thing, and that coach assaulted another player on another team years later. So, did, they, is, did he win him a championship? Did Hall win? I don't know. The Blackhawks won a championship and under that, well, that, Hall was playing there. I'd have to go back and look. If he didn't hang a banner. See, I don't know. He and Stan Makita were there together, and they yeah. may have won a championship, but if I he, don't know. If he's responsible for a banner, you have your little moment of silence, show a little light on the banner, move on. Well, the banner that is in the arena where the Blackhawks play is his jersey, which is hanging from the rafters. Yeah. Rafters. You can show flash that for a few minutes, maybe show a highlight, but I wouldn't put a you know, make it a year long deal or rest of the season deal if he was responsible for being an a hole. I bet they make it a bigger deal than like I said, I heard the network stuff coming in today and But those may be guys who aren't aware of this. A lot of young guys go, Oh Bobby Hall died. He's a household name, ten time all star, yeah. two time hard trophy yeah. winner. Yep. They, they may not know all that. I didn't know all that because I don't follow hockey and don't really care. Understood. Yeah. That's just my question. Yeah. You speak ill of the dead. Well, you know, I speak of all. You can just show a quick highlight package and flash a light on the jersey up But is that enough for the old-time Blackhawk fans who love them some Bobby Hull? Well, maybe they didn't know the whole story. Media didn't oh, I'm pretty show sure. warts I'm, back If you've then. been a Blackhawks fan for the last 20, 30, know. 40 I, years, I you probably I think media know. used to settle a lot of that stuff. If a guy could play... People and, tended to look the other way back. And that was Fell's point. Do yeah. we talk about Bobby Hull as the hockey player scored a bunch of goals or the terrible husband and yeah. a bad human being? Yeah. Back then, teams looked the other way, media looked the other way, fans looked the other way. That's not the time we live in. Hopefully we don't look the other way on bad behavior now. I'm looking the other way now. The door's behind us. We're going that way. Music's in my ear. We're done for this afternoon. Back again tomorrow. Appreciate you tuning in with us. Spend a little Monday drive home. We'll come back and do it again at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan 1079. You guys take care. Have a great evening. And uh, 23 hours from now, we'll meet up again. We'll do it one more time.